talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview. Welcome to this edition of the Artist Interview from Hope FM. I'm your host, Gordon T, and it's my absolute privilege to bring to you some of the biggest and brightest names from the world of contemporary Christian music. This week, I've got to say, I'm so excited. We're going to be meeting Matt Hine from I Am They, and part of the purpose of this podcast is to really go behind the scenes, not just to listen to a bit of the music and chat about it, but actually to find out more about the band and the artist and the impact that Jesus had on them. So it's such an honour because Matt really talks from his heart and I'm really looking forward to hearing from him. But before we do, let's hear a clip from their track, Scars. So I'm thankful for the scars Because without them Hey Matt, how you doing? It is such a pleasure and honor to be here hanging out with no, you guys thanks. and uh, with you, Gordon. Thank you so much for having me. I am doing phenomenally. I am living the dream here in, uh, I'm actually in my little small town called Columbia, Tennessee, out here in the States, and we barely have any functioning Wi-Fi. So I'm just lucky to be seeing your face right now and hearing your voice loud and clear. And uh, yeah, I'm so excited to hang out. Oh, well, let, let's hope that Wi-Fi manages to hold for the duration of the interview. It's, it's got to say, you're, you're a band that I think has been through quite a lot of changes um, since, since you started. Uh, but before we talk too much about the changes the band has been through, it'd be great if you could tell us a bit about your personal story uh, and the changes that you've been through, both with, with music, but also with your walk with Jesus. Everything has changed in my world over the course of the last 10 years. We've been a band. Um, that song, Scars, that we just heard is uh, a song that really was the summary of the last, really more than 10 years uh, of our band, um, you know, collectively speaking, but also our individual stories, our individual lives and testimonies and the things that God has taken us through, um, the scars that we pick up. Um, and all of us have those, whether they're uh, physical, emotional, spiritual scars, um, the things that, that we pick up along the way and uh, the things that ultimately God has redeemed in our lives. And um, so, yeah, we, we started as a band. We didn't actually intend on being a band. Um, we pulled together one night of worship um, and it was just supposed to be one little worship night in a small little church in our hometown of Carson City, Nevada which is another really small town over on the West coast. And um, we didn't intend on, on it being anything more than that one night, but God just had other plans. And oftentimes I, I feel like God's dreams and plans for us are so much bigger than our own. Um, but we just wanted to be faithful with that one night. And uh, we went ahead and just decided to serve our community in that little way. And God just started opening up, one door after another door after another door. And we just, we just kept stepping through those things, trying to be faithful with, with what was in front of us. And uh, yeah, like you said, it's been 10 years of, of uh, you know, we had a record actually called Trial and Triumph. So that is the story of our lives. Um, and here we are now. Um, you know, I, I feel like walking in uh, a lot of answered prayers. Um, 
you know, over the course of the last 10 years. So, Wow. Well, it's certainly absolutely amazing to start off doing a one night sort of worship thing. I guess you were playing, was it other people's music, the things that people yeah. worship? Yeah, we, were, <laughs> we, we had our favorite, you know, artists, David Crowder, uh, Chris Tomlin, Matt Redman, um, you know, all the delirious guys. There, there were a bunch of people that inspired us along the way. And uh, those were the songs that we were playing in our church, you know, just like a lot of people do in their churches. And then we started. Um, just just say, so delirious. I, I knew yeah. before they were delirious when they were like these these guys who were playing. In a, they were playing. Yeah, playing in a school hall. And I, I went down with some friends to go and see them in this little school hall with, oh you know, goodness. I don't know, 100, 100 people in there. Uh, little little teenagers on on a wow probably a Friday night. So well, we just had we had the opportunity to go on tour with Ellie Limebear, who is Martin Smith's daughter. Yeah, she's been on the show. She's great. Um, she's so sweet. They're the best. Her and her husband Tom. Uh, we yeah we we went on tour with them, and uh, that was just so such a crazy feeling to be hanging out with. You know, every night we'd finish our concert singing "I Could Sing of Your Love Forever." And we'd sing that together, and it was just such a magical moment. But um, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. She's having a baby, actually, so I think she might be a bit busy for a while. But um, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's that's a great person to get to tour with. And you, but you've toured with numbers of people, haven't you? So tell us, tell us some of the names of the people that you've. And you started. Was it was it with um, Matthew West? Was he your big opening? The first yeah, time? he was the very first person, our first gig, if you will. Yeah, he came through a little town, Reno, Nevada. And they asked us if we wanted to open for Matthew West. And we, we were like, uh, sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, and, but we, at the time we didn't even have really a band name. We didn't, we weren't writing a lot of music. And so we were like, well, we better make some songs and like get a band name and do all the band things. Uh, you know? And so we did and we opened for Matthew and that was kind of the first one of, yeah, a number we got, uh, a number of people we got to meet. Uh, along the journey and that were really um ben, uh, they were very influential you know in our story people like um you know big daddy weave uh, mike weaver of that band um brandon heath um at the time he was actually he he called his record label and told us told them about us and uh that was really influential in our story chris august uh we got to we've gotten to go on tour with uh you know, Casting Crowns and David Crowder and, um, you know, Matthew West again. And some, some, some of these people that were just heroes, you know, and people that we were singing their songs before we ever knew them and were, you know, became friends with them. Um, it's just really wild to see and now, you know, hang out with. We were just actually at Matthew West's house the other day. What's crazy, actually a very full circle moment, this last record that we just tracked last year um, is is out right now. We have a song with Matthew West that we got the opportunity to write with him and put him on our record. He sings on our record. And uh, that was a very full circle, just wild moment for us because we were like, man, you were our very first gig and now we, now we have a song on our record with you. So, so wild. Is, it, is that is that found my freedom? Yeah, found my freedom. That's right. Great track, great track. And I've I've got to say, Matthew West is actually hilarious. Uh, so <laughs> we had him on the show, and he just was a a bundle of laughs. I really really enjoyed chatting with him. Yeah. So uh, the fact you get to hang out with him uh, regularly or whatever, I think 
Good for you that you've got. It's amazing all the different contacts that you have. Although, so but your hometown, you, you said, where is, is it? Where is it? Carson City, Nevada was was my hometown. Yeah, that was where we but, started. But, but but do you live now in in Nashville, where everybody lives? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're in, if you're in music, you're in Nashville, aren't you? Really? It was so hard, you know, just traveling across the states. You know, we'd only have a couple days off. You're saying yes to everything when you're a new band, and you're just trying to make a go of it. And so it was. I had a small family when God called me into this band. I was newly married. My wife and I had just had our first child. Um, and really we were actually getting ready to have our first child. And so that was, it was just very challenging for me. I, I was working for the state uh, of Nevada, kind of in a government position and, you know, and you're making better money and it's really, uh, everything is very, you know, set in place and you don't have to worry about what tomorrow is really going to look like. And then God called me to be in a band and sing worship songs, you know, across the country. And it was, we weren't getting paid anything. We weren't, um, you know, I wasn't seeing my family for big chunks of time. So it was really hard to be on the other side of the country most of the time and then try to fly back to see my wife and my newborn son. Um, so finally we were just like, Lord, do you still want us to do this? Should we keep, keep doing this or what do you want me to do? And both my wife and I just couldn't shake just God's voice and God's call for us to keep, keep doing it. And so we're like, once you hear God's voice, anything else is disobedience. It just feels like out and out rebellions. So we were like, we're not going to say no to God. So let's go to Nashville. So we, so we did. Wow. And obviously as I mentioned the, the band's been through quite a few changes of lineup. Yeah. When you moved to Nashville, was that a moment when that changed for other people because everyone else didn't want to be in Nashville? Or what's, what's been the process with the band? Because yeah, <laughs> it's a, being in a band is a lot of hard work and there's always difference of direction and opinion and people wanting to do different focuses in life. So sometimes bands morph and stop all sorts of different things. Yeah, For you though, you're in the band, the band's changed a lot. What's been the process? Is it is it at the moment? Is, is it very stable at the moment? Would you say? Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> stable is a good word, and I feel like we are the most stable and healthy that we have ever been as a band. And you know, I, I feel like we all face different changes and challenges um, in our lives. For us as a band, um, like I said, we kind of got thrown into the deep end. We weren't expecting any kind of attention from any record labels. We weren't expecting to go on the road um, and, and be touring the way that we did. Um, it all just comes at you really fast. And we didn't, we didn't anticipate it. There's no, we've kind of said, there's no Google document. You can't really type into Google how to be a band and how to get a record deal or any of these things or what you do along the journey. So we were reaching out to people and trying to get the best knowledge we could and know how of how to go about it. Um, and trying to tr trust the Lord just along the way. But there were some really challenging things, like you said. And, uh, and I think that we were properly named, right? I am they, it's pretty vague. Uh, and we've always kind of said this band is bigger than any one of us. You know, it's not about the individuals in the band. It's not about, um, us as, as, as people, it's about Jesus. It's about his story and he had a plan and a purpose for us and he made a way for it to happen. 
And so really for me personally, I've just been clinging to the hand of God and just saying, God, you lead the way and I'm going to hold on to you through every bit of it until you tell me, you know, to do anything different. We're just going to keep doing this. So, you know, for us as, as a band, we have, uh, had some member changes. That was a big deal for me personally. I'll just share kind of vulnerable, vulnerably for me. Um, I've, we have three lead vocals in our band. So it's not just one person kind of singing and sharing the songs. We have three of us. And originally it was me and two other people. And I'll just say, I felt like the least cut out for the job. I felt like, man, I'm not much of a singer. I'm not much of a guitar player. I don't feel like, you know, I just didn't feel like I was the best equipped. I felt like our other two singers were better, were better singers and could carry, you know, the message and all of that better than I could. And uh, long story short, over the course of the, the first, you know, five years as a band, we lost those two singers, those two lead singers. And, um, that left me and I was like, God, where are you? You know, what do I do with this? Am I, is this the end? You know, uh, are we still supposed to be a band? And surely like, you don't want me to, to just keep going, um, and carry this thing, uh, by myself, which it wasn't supposed to be that way either, but I just felt very lonely and very, uh, unequipped. And, uh, God just kind of reminded me of scripture and all the stories through the Bible of the people that think that they're so unequipped. And God says, Hey, guess what? It was never about you to begin with. It's, you know, so you just got to empty yourself, make yourself available. Just be a, 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 we're all broken, empty vessels in the hands of a God who has a bigger plan. And so that's ultimately what, what I did, what my wife did, uh, what our family chose to do. And, um, and God has brought people along the way, um, who have just made it that much, uh, better, really just easier. We, we click better. Um, and really also we have learned along the way how to flex and how to function as a team, as they, um, and really step into our identity, um, that God had destined for us from the beginning. Um, just in a way that we had maybe never experienced or or done before, you know? Absolutely. Wow. So actually, God's probably been working, I'm going to guess, because you, know, you shared about comparison there, about how it actually made you feel bad about being in the band when these other people you thought were better equipped, whereas I'm glad you didn't step out because you stepped out and then they also stepped out. Where would the band be for a start? But um, but God's done something amazing on it. So you've got Abby Parker uh, on vocals as well. And I've got to say, she has got an absolutely fantastic voice as well. So now do you feel, do you, has, it, has it changed that attitude within you that rather than comparing and being worried, is it now that you're championing each other much more, do you feel? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I definitely feel like we recognize the strengths. Each person in the band has a different strength. And instead of trying to, yeah, uh, compete or to um, force anything, it, it's just recognizing who God has made each individual person to be. And really, like you said, championing, championing that, um, 
being grateful for that and allowing space and making space for that person to thrive in the identity that, that God has given them. And, um, you know, our, our, our band name as I am, they is from John 17 and is about that identity that God has uh, given us. Jesus is praying for his disciples and speaking of they, who they are. And, um, and those are things, one, one particular part of that passage, he, Jesus is praying to his father and he says, you know, that they would be one just as you and I are one. And uh, that was something that we didn't really understand, I don't feel like, at the beginning of our band. We didn't understand what unity meant. We didn't understand what that took and um, how to get there. And so we were kind of, I think, tripping over ourselves for a number of years, um, maybe striving and trying to make it happen a certain way. Um, But when we really, I think, made space for everyone to have a voice in the band, everyone to feel valued um, and come to the table and bring uh, the strengths and the gifts and, uh, and the talents that God has put in each one of us. You know, Justin, he's our keyboard player, uh, but he also runs all of our merch stuff. He does a bunch of design work. He now is doing a bunch of production work in the band. He never did any of that you know, stuff to, to the full capacity and had ownership and could take ownership of that. But we were like, Hey, what if we just gave Justin all of this and he's gone off with it and totally is killing it. And Abby, you know, like you say, she's has a completely different personality than me, a uh, different kind of way that she operates and thinks through things. Um, but it's such a valuable asset to our band And she also has that incredible voice like you're talking about. She can bring these messages and these songs that maybe I can write, but I can't sing. And I go, hey, Abby, like you should sing this, you know, and just allowing her to step into the gift that God has given her, you know, and just all across the board. Nicole is our drummer and uh, she stepped in recently, you know, the past couple of years as a band as a band stepped into that drummer role, but she also tour manages for us. And she's an incredible tour manager, keeps us all in line, keeps us all going, uh, functioning properly, and somehow also plays at this crazy level um, as a drummer in the band, runs all of that, um, runs everything from the computer as well, back at the drums, Um, you know, and then Brandon, who's also a newer member in the band, he just recently got married, Brandon was such a gift to this band because, uh, you know, the last guy who was singing in our band, his name was John was in that role. And he was the guy whose voice you heard on the song scars. And you can hear that song and go, wow, what a gift John had, like what a voice he had. And, and that was awesome. But there were, uh, some challenges. He was facing some health things. And when he left the band, I was like, another time it was like, God, what do we do now? You know, this is such a, such big shoes to fill. And do you want us to, to keep doing this? And then God brought Brandon who not only has an incredible voice and can step up in that position, but he has this incredible servant heart. Um, and he just gets up and he's unloading the trailer and he's just one of those guys that like, how can I serve? How can I help? Um, just has been such a blessing to have his heart and his kind of personality um, in our group as well. So, and he's an incredible songwriter. 
as well and brought this huge gift to the band in that regard as well. So, man, I just can't say enough about the people around me that I, it's not about me doing it myself or, or, you know, leading the way and feeling like it's all, you know, all on my shoulders. Ultimately God is leading the charge. He's putting the people in this band um, that he wants uh, to, to, to really uh, learn our identity again as they, that it's not about us. It's not about any individual. Um, but if we keep Jesus in the center, he makes it all work. Um, there's a verse, you know, that's been my life verse in Matthew chapter six, verse 33. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be taken care of. He'll take care of the rest. And so that's what it's been about just seeking the Lord and he has taken care of of all the rest. Um, and so, yeah. Wow. That, that <laughs> certainly sounds like an absolutely wonderful work environment because it is a work, it is a job, but it's a ministry as well because you just want to sing uh, about God's goodness in it all. So earlier on, you mentioned about scars um, and the fact we all have things that we carry and pain that we have experienced and things that have hurt us. Uh, are there things particularly for you where you've been hurt but you've also seen Jesus bring healing as well oh yeah absolutely I mean um you know relationally it's it you know it's been it's been tough in the band you know like you say having different changes um people that have you know that we started with as a band we were in a small town in Carson City Nevada um those were some of my closest friends and um it was hard to kind of shift gears and uh, to do ministry and to carry, carry forward and continue walking when you lose people that you were linked arms with, um, you know, from the beginning. So again, that was, that was really challenging for us as a band and for me personally and individually. Um, and then just also just our, our individual and personal stories and lives, you know, we all have testimonies. I was talking about the song scars was a, was a big song and, in our story as a band, but, um, we got to share about our personal testimonies and the things that we've walked through as individuals and some of the deepest and darkest and hardest moments. Um, and some of, sometimes for us as individuals, and we talk about this when we're sharing about our, this song, we want to hide our scars. We want to, we don't want people to see those things in us. And for a long time, we carried, we carried those, those things and didn't, you know, let the light shine in, um, the way that it should have. And I think that was, uh, ultimately kind of took us out at a, as a band, um, in those earlier years. Um, and then we got to a place where we were like, Hey, what if we just were the band that told the truth? What if we were just honest with ourselves and with the Lord and with everybody else, you know, and we just let, you know, let people see our scars. And, uh, and it was this huge, um, huge, just, I think shift for us as a band, because ultimately it was a picture of what God wants us to do and what he did. And that was what the song scars was about was recognizing that, Hey, Jesus went to the cross and he went to the grave and he came back, rose from the dead. But guess what? He could have gone, he could have come back without any marks on him, but instead he came back with scars and he showed those to everyone. He didn't hide those things. He showed those and those scars didn't tell a story of death. 
they told a story of life. And that was recognizing that, uh, you know, our scars find redemption in the scars of Jesus. That's what the gospel message is all about. You know, just like you're, you're named Hope, Hope FM. We have hope because Jesus came back and, uh, and defeated, defeated all of that, defeated all of our past, washed it all away and gave us a new story. And so we've just been able to share the things in our lives. For me, it was a, it was a, uh, an addiction to pornography and we have an addiction to drugs, alcohol. Justin was a, uh, one of the biggest drug dealers in our, in our small town, uh, out in Nevada before God brought him into the band and completely rewrote his story. Um, that's obviously, we all have such, you know, we could go on for hours just talking about each of these individual stories. Um, but Abby, she went through divorce. That was a huge, um, challenge for her personally. And I think uh, another thing that a lot of people in the church, uh, you know, try and hide a a scar that people don't want to talk about. Um, but divorce is a big issue inside and outside the church. Um, there was, you know, depression, um, clinical depression, you know, um, and anxiety and things like that, that we've faced as a band as well. And so all that to say, um, man, we're real human beings and we have stories and God has brought us through, um, through the valleys, through the darkness. Um, and they're real things. It's not just words that we, that we flippantly say we have real stories. Um, but we have real hope as well. So, and real victory. So, Absolutely. Thank you so much for just sharing so openly about some of the things that would have held you in the past and not enabled you to walk into all the goodness that God has for you. Um, uh, It's wonderful to hear that those are things that no longer have a grip because Jesus has set you free from them uh, and that you can go forwards uh, in the good things that he has for you. Um, So uh, the next track uh, that we're going to play is called Promises. Uh, It's new to radio. So could you tell us a bit about about that track, why it's important uh, to you and what it's all about? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think this is, we, we're actually going to name our, our newest record. We're thinking about naming it Promises. We're actually getting ready for, to go back on tour, which is really exciting um, because we haven't toured in so long, but we're getting ready to go back on and the, the tour is called Promises. So this is a song that I think really does um, tell the story for us over the course of the last couple of years. Um, and really, I feel like speaks to a lot of what we're going through right now um, across the globe, which is uh, the song opens up and just says, um, you say that you'll come through, but it's been so long. It's like the desert sand. It goes on and on and on. Um, but I believe there's something on the other side of all this waiting um, where all these tears will turn to celebrating. And um, it's just talking about standing in the future victory and uh, standing in the promises of God, you know, and sometimes we're, we're, we don't feel it. We don't see it. Um, and sometimes you got to stand in the future victory. Sometimes you have to recognize that the prayers that you're sowing right now in the desert, sometimes when you don't see the other side, you start sowing, sowing those prayers, sowing that hope um, and planting those seeds. And then Right now, again, I feel like this is what we're walking into as a band is seeing the fruition of that, 
you walk those things out faithfully, you stay steadfast, you endure, and ultimately you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And that is where we're at as a band is coming out and stepping into the promises of God. So you keep all your promises to me. And that was Promises by I Am They. And I'm very pleased to say that we're joined by Matt Hine, who is still with us here on Hope FM for the artist interview. Hey, Matt, (laughs) thank you so much for all you've shared uh, and for that beautiful track uh, we've just heard. It would be great if you were happy right now to pray for the listeners, especially for some of the things you've already shared, which just must have been things that resonated with people. Absolutely. I'd love to. Thank you so much for the the honor of doing that. Thank you so much, Lord, for life today. Jesus, we just come to you right now, first of all, with grateful hearts, just as your word says, Lord, that we would come with our requests, but with gratitude. And so, God, we just, we're grateful. We just present our hearts before you, Lord, and uh, we just release it to you, Jesus. We just come before you with open hands, open hearts, and full surrender, knowing that we are safe in your hands. Uh, Lord, right now, whatever we're going through, whatever people are facing in this moment, Jesus, that they would recognize that your love surrounds them, Lord, that your heart is for them. And uh, Lord, just like we're singing in that song, that we can trust the plans of a God who loves us, who is for us, and who is good. That all your promises are summed up in those three truths, God. So we just trust you. And we commit ourselves to you, Lord, right now. And I just want to pray this verse um, over us. It's from Hebrews uh, 10, 23. And it just says, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we professed for he who promised is faithful. God, you are faithful through and through. Thank you for who you have been in our stories and in our lives, God. And we commit our futures to you, God. We love you so much. We thank you for breath in our lungs, God, the ability to praise you. And uh, Lord, we just pray a blessing right now over those who are listening. Um, Lord, I thank you that you have made them mouthpieces, spokespeople, Lord, uh, ministers of your reconciliation. Um, And may they choose, God, to open their mouths and profess the goodness of you, God, to those in their friend circles, in their workplaces, in their families. Jesus, that your message would go forth, Lord, and your love would be known. We just thank you so much, God, and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Matt. I know people will have appreciated that. Uh, And if you're a person who can relate to the things that maybe you're feeling stuck in, things that you can't break free from, just want to encourage you to maybe speak to the pastor at your church, someone maybe in your small group, a Christian that you can trust, someone who can just help you. Uh, receive God's love because God loves to take us wherever we are whatever our situation and to take us forward into good things and if right now you're listening and you're maybe you're not sure if you're a Christian or not I just want to encourage you to pop on to www.findachurch.co.uk and there you'll be able to find many great churches across the UK that would love to help you find more of God's love 
Right, Matt. Wow. Thank you so much. So what is it that you guys, you, you said you haven't got the band with you yet, so it's just you at the moment, but you're going to be picking up shortly. Where, where are you heading off to? Yeah, we're, we're actually going to be heading off all over the place. We have, I think, uh, 60 or some, somewhere around that uh, shows for the rest of this year. So we're so excited to be traveling at least around the States for now. We cannot wait until we can go uh, beyond that and get back out to where you are. And uh, at some of our favorite times is traveling. We love everybody in the States, of course, um, but there is nothing like the shows outside of the States. <laughs> it's so much more exhilarating and exciting. So you said, was it how many, 60? Did you say 60? Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. That's, and that's, a, that's a lot to be how does it work? How, how long do you go for and then have a break? It is, because we don't have, we, we have what, about a half a year left. So we're, we're kind of packing it in at this point as far as our schedule goes. But we have, uh, we try to go out for maybe 10 days at a time and then come home and uh, you know, be with our families. And we've been with our families more than ever before. I mean, this past year was the most time I was with my, my wife and my children since we've been married, um, which is kind of sad, but it's also, uh, you know, was just a blessed time, but it's also hard to uh, get back out on the road, you know, it just after spending this much time together. So oh. we're definitely trying to stay close close to home and just uh, ease our way back into it um, in a way that's healthy and that is good for our kids and, and that kind of thing as well. So, But it's also a great thing, the fact that it's, it's hard. If it was like, actually, it's really easy. I don't want to be with them. That'd be a really yeah. sad thing. But the fact that having quality time has obviously just been a blessing to you all. That's great. How old are your kids? I have an a eight-year-old little boy named Micaiah. And, um, and then my little girl just turned four. Her name is Amara Joy. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, that, that must, that must be a bit heart wrenching when you're leaving then. I can, I can understand that. I cried. I did cry. We had our very first show. Our first, our first run was this past weekend and we left and we played up in North Dakota and Minnesota and, um, it was hard. I cried like a little baby. Um, oh, but that's okay. That is no, that, that, that is real. So that, and I, I, I can respect that. I think that's great. So well done. You've been in touch with your emotions rather than being all butch and manly <laughs> and suppressing it all and pretending you don't care. So oh, you know how to oh, get that, that's lovely, mate. Yeah. Okay. So you've got 60 tours. Have you been writing lots of music as well while you've been in lockdown? So you've got more stuff as well as the album that you released. Was it back in October you released Faithful God? Yeah, we were, we, we released, we tracked and released Faithful God right in the middle of quarantine. So um, really, so because of that, we haven't even gotten to tour this record at all. And so right now we're just, I think for this next year, we're planning on just getting those songs out and start playing them and, and get that out into, into the world. So we couldn't be more excited about that. We're talking with Matthew West. We might go tour and get, get to, you know, sing faithful or I found my freedom together and, uh, who knows what the Lord has here um, for the next several months, but we're just excited to be out with people again, to do ministry, um, to get out and sing these songs, um, which I think more, more than we even knew, this record and these songs um, really speak to where we've been as a society, um, as, as human beings, just all across the globe. So, um, 
yeah, we, we wrote these songs um, for the, for this record, Faithful God, before COVID ever was a thing, before anybody even knew about it. And so, but we didn't know that they were going to speak so relevantly. Um, so that's been really cool. And it's just awesome to, <clears throat> just like I said, even the song's promises, um, the title track is called Faithful God. And um, just a lot of those messages on that record speak to, to not only where we have been as individuals, but where everyone has been. Well, it's, um, it's, it's an absolutely beautiful uh, album. So, and I would encourage listeners to actually go and find your favorite streaming platform or even better, go to a shop and buy Faithful God by I Am They because it is a very, very accomplished album and the tracks on it have got some absolutely beautiful and poignant lyrics which uh, certainly touched my heart. So I've, I've, I've listened to it a lot. It's been on repeat and uh, and worthily so. So uh, if you're a listener and you think, oh, I've, I've enjoyed the music we've had so far with, with Matt right now, I would say go and, go and check out that whole album because it's great. Okay, so we've got we got one more track uh, to play uh, from you, which is called Faithful God um, from the album Faithful God. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about how that came about? Yes, absolutely. Uh, there is a girl in my church and her name is Jane. And she is, conti uh, she continues to, she's battling through cancer. And um, it's been a very hard go of it. It's not, uh, it hasn't been easy at all. It's been a long journey for her, a lot of ups and downs. And um, when, right before we were writing, uh, we went into that writing session. Um, I saw this post from Jane um, and she had just gone to the doctor and the doctor basically told her, game over like it's your your story is over and start preparing to die and um just was a very negative kind of hopeless message and she I, I mean if I was in that position I'm not sure how I'd handle that but Jane immediately shut down all of that and she was like her faith rose up in this kind of I don't know if you've ever had that kind of angry faith where you almost just this very resilient kind of faith rises up in you. But I saw that in Jane and she posted this verse um, from Romans chapter four. And it said against all odds, when it looked hopeless, Abraham believed the promise and expected God to fulfill it. And she put her name in parentheses next to Abraham saying, you know, Jane believed the promise and expected God to fulfill it. And she was like, my story is not over. Um, I am going to just stake my claim on the words and the character of God and who he says I am and what he says about my future and my story. And uh, so she was just not given in. And it wasn't more than, uh, so we wrote that song just based off of, I was so inspired by that. We went into the, the writing room that day and we wrote um, this song and we, were, we used a lot of the lines that she was even just saying um, and proclaiming over her own life. Um, and we got wow. to see, um, I have a video of Jane getting a uh, scan from the doctor. It was some weeks after that. Um, and all of the tumors uh, that she had at the time completely gone. And the doctor saying this is a bona fide miracle and there's no reason for this. Like we can't explain this. 
And so we were all celebrating and just dancing and uh, just overjoyed, obviously, by that news and by that message. And I'll just say, even since then, she's come back and she's battling through it again. And uh, so it's just been, you know, wins and losses. But you know what? It wasn't, um, it, it was just Jane's faith in the midst of that trial, being faced with life or death you know, and that kind of situation um, to choose to say, you know, our God is faithful and that is the character of God um, that I trust in, that I can hope in. And uh, the Bible says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? And so that is the God we serve. He's a faithful God. And so that's what this this song is all about. You know what we could do, Matt? Uh, you've, you've shared so well. Before we play your track, Faithful God, would you like to pray now and the listeners can join us we pray for jane but also for any other listeners themselves who either are personally struggling or are family members uh, struggling right now with cancer oh yeah absolutely father we just come before you again um to just lift up uh jane before you god i i just thank you so much that when we come we don't have to hide our our struggles um the things that try to attack us and hold us down and uh, say game over for you. It's, it's all over. There's no more hope. We know that that is the opposite of your truth. Um, Lord, that there is always hope, that there's always victory in you. And truly, God, that when, when we are in you, when we are hidden in Christ, there's nothing that can come against us, Lord, on this side uh, of eternity or into the next uh, truer side of our lives with you, God. We are safe with you. And so, um, Lord, I, I, I do lift up right now with the body of Christ who's listening right now. God, we join our hearts together and we pray in faith, Lord, over Jane, just as I pray every night with our kids, Lord, that you would heal Jane. And it's as simple as that, God, that we would bring that request to you and say, Lord, because who you are by your stripes and, and through your victory and, and by the authority that you have given us, God, we ask that you would heal Jane completely, God, of cancer. And we just bring that to you, Jesus, and leave it in your hands, trusting who you are. And for any, anyone else right now, God, who, who is facing that, who has family, God, that's facing cancer, we just say in the mighty name of Jesus, that has no authority over our lives, God. You have the final say in our stories. So we just give that to you, Jesus, and we pray, uh, Lord, that you would, uh, just completely eradicate, Lord, bodies of cancer, Lord, and bring life and bring uh, hope and bring joy, Lord, to replace um, any of this uh, sickness or illness, God, that's trying to rob anyone of that joy that's found in you, God. We just thank you for our lives today, God, and, and we thank you, Lord, for the ability um, to just be here together, Lord, lifting requests up to you and living in the life that you've given us. We trust every day to you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Matt. Um, it's such a hard uh, subject to discuss, uh, but with God right in the middle of it, um, we can have faith that he uh, just reveals more of his love and his purposes in all circumstances. I love that there's, there's no big thing. There's no small thing for God. It's a request. It's the same request to yeah. him so yeah we can just bring it to him with the same the same faith that we would bring anything else absolutely 
In fact, if people want to connect with you, uh, obviously we've played some of your music, they've heard some of your story. What are the ways that people can uh, get in touch? All the ways people can find out about what you're doing and about your new music and things? Yeah, thanks. Um, Iamthey.com is our website and all of our social media. You can find it right there and connect there. Um, you can get our record through that, all of that. So Iamthey.com, go check it out. Nice and easy, IamThey.com. Brilliant. Oh, well, Matt from I Am They, thank you so much for all you've shared and brought today for the artist interview on Hope FM. Uh, and this is your track right now, Faithful God. God bless you, Matt. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for having me. Love you guys. I will sing through fire and thunder Cause you are on my side I trust you with my life I know my story it isn't over Even against all odds You are a faithful God And that was Faithful God by I Am They And thank you so much for Matt Hine for joining us today giving his time and sharing from his heart so many things that oh, they were so powerful and he was so honest it was just great Matt, I salute you thanks for coming and being part of the show and if you've enjoyed this episode, the good news is there are many other episodes and interviews for you to discover. Just check out the latest episodes of The Artist Interview on whichever podcast platform you're listening to us on right now. And if you want to bless us with a like or a follow or a share, that would be much appreciated. But until next time, you've been listening to The Artist Interview with me, Gordon T, a podcast by Hope FM. God bless. Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview.